Well, welcome to a special summer edition of the Inside Orange County Water Polo Podcast. I'm Dan Albano with the Orange County Register, ocvarsity.com, and I'm joined again by Orange Lutheran Boys and Girls Water Polo Coach Steve Carrera, my uh, sidekick from last year as we ventured into the the fun-filled waters of podcasting uh, and talking about one of our favorite sports, water polo, and Coach Carrera, how are you doing this afternoon? Uh, catching you right in the middle of summer, right in the middle of uh, July, uh, right on the eve of the, the California State High School Championships. Yeah, uh, good to be with you again, Dan. And yeah, I mean, we're gearing up here. Um, busy time in the summer for all of the uh, water polo coaches in the world here in, in Southern California and probably throughout. Just really busy with training both boys and girls teams and um, getting ready for the fall season and then also gearing up for this, not just the state champs but junior olympics starting next weekend so very busy but um things have gone very well so far i'm, I'm looking forward to continuing these podcasts throughout the the fall and the winter definitely and those those junior olympics you mentioned are coming to orange county so that will be uh, a lot more water polo coming our way exciting water polo and of course you guys are always busy and the players are always busy in, uh, in water polo water polo coaches and and players, it's a year-round sport uh, these days. And uh, but one of the uh, highlights that's coming up is this California State High School Championships. It's going to be July 17th through the 19th in Orange County. Monster tournament. There's close to 100 teams, uh, 48 boys, 48 girls, and uh, of course, Orange Lutheran's going to be part of both the boys and the girls. Uh, Coach, let's let's talk a little bit about the boys tournament. I will run over the uh, run out uh, the uh, top. You know, maybe eight seeds are quite intriguing to me. Um, you have the uh, defending champion, Harvard Westlake, as the number one seed. And then it's Modern Day, Cathedral Catholic of San Diego, Huntington Beach, Orange Lutherans, Loyola of Los Angeles, uh, defending Division Two Southern Section champion, Foothill. And then you always have this uh, Northern California powerhouse, Sacred Heart Prep. Uh, that's a very daunting uh, top eight. What do you think of that field, Coach? I mean, it's definitely um, one of the most competitive tournaments, not just of the summer, but of the year. And, you know, I don't know how how they're numbering them. So I don't know if, in particular, if Orange Lutheran is number eight or number five. But, um, I mean, our bracket, along with all the other brackets, all the top seeds have tough games on day one. And, um, you know, really looking forward to continuing to be a part of this tournament. And, uh, you know, I think it's great for the sport, you know, on both boys and girls side. I think it's um, uh, John Kulisic um, from Villa Park does a great job of getting all these teams together and and really creating a really nice bracket. You know, he he puts a lot of thought. He sends out emails and and asks for feedback and things of that nature. So kudos to John for um, all the work that he puts in for water polo and um, you know, I would say we, we actually got an opportunity to scrimmage Sacred Heart. Very, very good team. You know, it's always a little, um, you know, uh, that fear of the unknown when you don't know the teams. But um, Sacred Heart is, is the real deal. Uh, Brian Kruzkamp is a, is a great coach and was at Newport when they won CIF. And um, so, yeah, we're really looking forward to the tournament. I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, Harvard and, and Modern Day as well as, uh, Huntington Beach. I mean, I know that there's a lot of intrigue 
uh, behind Huntington Beach. They obviously have a great young talent from last year. They lost some people uh, to transfers in the middle of the year, so that's kind of an intriguing team to keep your eye on. Yes, uh, that's, I think that's going to be one of the, the big teams early on in this season, uh, boys' season. Of course, in the southern section here in Orange County, you know, the boys play in the fall, the girls play in the winter. So these boys are getting, these boys' teams are getting close to uh, ramping up, you know, by, you know, uh, mid to late August. They'll be uh, marching towards their season. But one of the big things is going to be, uh, for the boys' season, is going to be new players, um, transfers, even some new coaches at some very established uh, programs. And it'll be interesting this weekend to see who's playing um, and who's looking good. Um, you know, the number one seed, Harvard-Westlake, it'll be interesting to see if Ben Halleck will be playing. Um, you know, he played a lot with the national team this summer, was very close to making that uh, national team as a center. And, uh, of course, they are – and we should throw out congratulations to um, the U.S. Uh, men's team that, you know, with uh, a lot of Orange County guys on this team – you know, we just recently won the Pan American uh, gold medal, and, and, and more, really more importantly than that, they qualified for the Rio um, de Janeiro Olympic Games uh, next year. That was the biggest prize um, of that. Uh, they had to, they accomplished that in the actual the semifinals. But you're going to watch out about you know, Ben Halleck, and in modern day, like you said, some new talent. And there's Thomas Dunstan, another national teamer, lefty. He's transferred from the East Coast, Connecticut. Now he's at modern day. How is he going to do? You, you mentioned the Huntington Beach transfers um, at now at Modern Day. Elias uh, Lule, uh, center Wyatt Benson. How are they going to look with Modern Day? Modern Day still has a lot of field players um, back from last year as well. And, and then, of course, you, that, you, know, you alluded to the uh, emerging talent at uh, Huntington Beach, Patrick Saunders. He's going to be the new goalie this year. He's you know in, in the U.S. Uh, pipeline. He's replacing Alex Wolf, uh, the Registers Player of the Year who uh, just went and helped UCLA uh, capture the uh, bronze medal at the World University Games. So I think it, things have gone very well for Alex Wool. I think you watch out for him at UCLA, but they have Quinn Osborne at center. He's in the national pipeline. And the one kid that looked great to me during the swim season, and I liked him last year, uh, Ethan uh, Wojciechowski, if I'm pronouncing his name, I'm probably getting it wrong. Um, <laughs> got to watch out for him. And then, you know, got to mention Orange Lutheran. Um, there's a couple new players at Orange Lutheran to, to look at as well. Uh, you guys have transfers. Uh, um, uh, Hannes uh, Dabe, uh, Dabe, um, Dabe, and then uh, Garrett, uh, I think Garrett Zahn might be one of your new guys. You'll, you'll have to fill me on. But then you got, of course, you have Ash Moulton um, back, uh, Jake Simmons in the cage. You know, so I think there's some, uh, you know, uh, a lot of new players emerging players to watch and a lot of returners coach yeah i mean for for us for orange lutheran um garrett zahn he was there last year he was he came in as a freshman uh but he was he is from the huntington beach area but um josh oric is the center that we were uh, yeah, yeah he moved down from sacramento area and um and then obviously hunnis uh now being a part of the orange lutheran program so yeah i mean we're we're definitely excited um but you know the one thing, and we talked about it in the, sort of like the pre the pre meeting to this podcast is there there is a conflict with the U.S. Open, and you know those the national team on the younger side, junior and youth teams are getting ready to go to Serbia and Jamaica in August, and so several key players um, from those teams that you just mentioned might be missing for some of the games, unfortunately. So I, I know that Quentin Osborne is on that roster. 
with Ash Moulton and Hunnis, and Hunnis uh, Dalbay, as well as um, Dunstan. And, yeah, I mean, whenever you're missing key guys like that, it, it always makes things a, a little bit more difficult. But, um, you know, I still think it's going to be a great tournament. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's unfortunate that there is this uh, conflict because I think as USA water polo and high school water polo sort of um, really help each other out to grow the sport, it's important to showcase the top high school teams from California in a tournament like this at full strength. Um, I think all the other sports have state championships, or a lot of them do, and um, we don't necessarily have one during the year, but I think this is a great opportunity. Um, I've often said that this is sort of like the high school junior Olympics here, uh, with its where it's just all high school teams instead of a bunch of club sort of all star teams, um, yeah. uh, like they've had in the you know like they have in the next couple of weeks. But I still think that uh, regardless of the top teams, if they're missing a guy or two, I still think you're going to get some very very good water polo. And um, excited to see the new coaches, see the new players, and uh, see how everyone gels. I mean, I'm, I, it's not going to be. There's still a lot of kinks to work out. I'm sure that. Uh, I mean, I've been watching Modern Day uh, play over the summer. They look. I mean, they look good. I mean, I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it at all. They they look really strong. Um, they just went up to Ironman Super Final last weekend and and pretty much crushed everyone. I mean, they beat. OC in the final by five goals and OC has everybody graduated every everyone was a graduate Slobodian and I mean um, Marco Osic and I mean they had all these guys and and um, modern day just really dominated they even dominated the Stanford 18 and under team and that team was stacked top to bottom so um, you know I look at even though Harvard is uh, bringing back Halleck um, you know, and there's always there's been that question. I don't know if you've heard that sort of rumor of if Halleck is going to play or not going to play. Um, you know, I haven't heard anything. I I'm, I assume he's playing. I wouldn't think any other. You know, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't think that he wasn't going to play. But you know, I, I do think that Modern Day is the favorite. Nothing against Flax and Harvard Westlake. I mean, Brian is an unbelievable coach, and he's done a great job with that program. But Modern Day has got to be the favorite from my perspective, and I've seen them play a couple times. They're they're really solid right now. Yeah, it should be interesting. I did talk to Ben uh, briefly uh, um, in a little break I had when I covered the U.S. national team men against uh, Serbia out Riverside. I talked to him briefly, and there are some, some, some things he is working on as far as you know that, that at that time, which was we're talking about early June. Um, now this is well, well before the U.S. Uh, well. It was before the U.S. selected their their roster. Um, you know he's you know he's you know he's the def, he's the best high school player out there for sure. I would say. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that uh, the U.S. took. Uh, I believe they took him to Chicago um, when they played Serbia uh, in Chicago. So he thought enough of him. I think to take him on that trip. Um, but he was you know definitely um, he's definitely been in the heavy mix. Um, and now U.S. Uh, you know the U.S. men get back to training now preparing for you know they're going to be preparing for world championships um still later this summer um in russia so maybe he's in the mix, mix training with them yeah. so um so um it'll be you know it'll be interesting um what happens with uh 
with Ben Halleck. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the sake of, I mean, from with my Orange Lutheran coach coaching hat on, I hope he doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but from a water polo fan perspective, you know, pl- you know, players like that don't come around very often, and um, you know, I think he's he's in a very unique situation, very unique time where you have a head coach of the USA team who's really actively seeking young talent. And I think we've had players of his caliber in the past that were, you know, really good. Um, you know, I mean, you look at guys like, uh, you know, in the 90s, like Jim Toring, you know, a guy like Caleb Hamilton that I coached. You know, those guys would have been the Halleck of the day and they would have been called up had, you know, those coaches been more looking towards the younger side of things. Um, but, you know, Halleck is definitely in a unique situation. It's just, you know, he's got a couple of really tough centers in front of him right now with John Mann and, and Alex Obert, who are doing phenomenally right now for the USA team. But Halleck is the future for sure, whether he gets a nod this year uh, for 2016 or waiting for 2020. He's definitely the future. Yes, sir. That's right. I agree with you on that one, Coach. And, you know, before we leave this boys bracket, you know, which uh, the final is going to be Sunday, uh, and that's going to be at Foothill High School at 3 o'clock is the championship final. I uh, I think one dark horse, and I'll ask you for your dark horse, but my dark horse is team to make make a run and do pretty well in this tournament. I'll be interested to see how Foothill does. Yeah. They have a lot of returning talent, some good young talent. They have a pretty uh, deep roster submitted for this tournament. I think they could do pretty well, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Foothill um, do well. Yeah, well, I mean, their you know their young talent is playing sixteen and under JOs, and so I kind of have been watching the sixteen and under side of things, and you know they got third at JO quals, and then they went out and won U.S. Club Championships. They beat Vanguard, which is basically Huntington Beach High School, um, and then they uh, went on and beat Santa Barbara, I believe, in the final. And I mean, everyone's looking at Vanguard. Uh, 16 and under Huntington Beach High School is the favorite for that age group. And so SoCal, you know, them coming in and, and beating that team, that was that's, that's a huge push for them. And, uh, I mean, Foothill, you know, it's it's sort of a shame that they're in Division Two because they are Division One caliber. They, they are a team that would be right there in the mix of Division One. And um, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think that Foothill's a very good team with a lot of talent. And it's just a matter of, you know, their schedule. When the, when the season starts, they've always played a lot of great talent. They've always played a lot of good teams. Um, but we'll see how the depth gets them through uh, this tournament. And, I mean, there's, um, there's a couple of very intriguing games on, on day two. So, I mean, with the crossover – and so, I mean, if you're around and you're not, you know, you're not watching your kid play or if you're not in the tournament, definitely check out the Newport Harbor and Foothill pools on day two. You're going to see a lot of good games from 8 a.m. all the way until about noon. Um, those those quarterfinal games, I think their quarterfinal games are, are really, really stacked up. Yes, yeah, the sites uh, for the boys' tournament are Foothill, Newport Harbor, Santa Margarita, Beckman, Capo Valley, and Yorba Linda. Yeah, and, you know, a couple of those Foothill guys that I like a lot. You know, Chaz Warnaker is a returner uh, to watch. Robert Lee, uh, Michael Miller, you know, they return their goalie, Coach Brum. Um, 
and they got some other young players. So um, I think they're going to be pretty good. The girls, you know, and, and, and the girls' tournament's going at the same time, same uh, date, July 17th through the 19th girls' tournament. Number one seed, Laguna Beach. Number two is Foothill. Three is San Ramon, San Ramon Valley. Four, Orange Lutheran. Five, San Marcos. Got a Division One. Same with Carter Del Mar, number six. And it keeps on going, Division One. Santa Barbara, seven. And number eight, um, El Toro, the uh, defending Division Two champs out of uh, out of the Southern Section Division Two. But I coach. I mean, this is uh, you know looking at Laguna Beach's roster for this tournament, uh, just loaded um, with returners. You know, led by that number twelve, Aria Fisher. Um, she is, uh, and she's played a lot with the national team this summer as well. Um, but she's on the roster, and then they got a lot of key returners. I mean, obviously they lose McKenzie, but they still have Ollie Parker in goal, Mia Salvina, uh, Salvini, the recent Cal commit, Bella Baldrick, the lefter, left-hander, and there's a lot of other players uh, with a lot of big-time experience. I think Laguna Beach, uh, they're going to be very difficult in this tournament to handle. Yeah, I mean, Laguna Beach, we've, we've seen them a couple times. We're actually scrimmaging them tonight at 5 o'clock. Uh, so, but I, I'm pretty sure from talking to Ethan, I'm pretty sure Aria will not be there this weekend. I think she's going to be, she might be doing the U.S. Open. Um, and I, I don't know if she can, if she's going to be going back and forth, but I, I don't know. Don't, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she's not going to be there. Um, but I mean, still Laguna is still a great, they're the clear number one, you know, heading into the high school season. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, we've played them a couple times. They're clearly number one. We lost to them in that Villa Park tournament uh, a couple weeks back. And um, they don't look like they skipped a beat, to be honest. I mean, they look really strong, and they look conditioned. And, and the other team that I think is going to be very interesting uh, this year, you know, not just in the tournament, but the whole year is um, San Marcos. You know, San Marcos is kind of on the same – has has been talked about for the last couple of years about how they had some young talent and in a couple of years they're going to be great. Well, this is this is that year now, and um, I think San Marcos is going to be you know anywhere between number two and number four during the season during the high school season. So I mean, I don't know what Foothill has. I I don't um, I know they they always have a good program, so I'm not you know, saying they're not deserving number two, but San Marcos is good. And, um, you know, I, I think we cross over with them four and five. And I mean, we're looking at that game as, you know, that that's a big game for us. So, um, Paige is a great player at San Marcos. And, um, you know, I was surprised to, you know, that Dos Pueblos was so seated so low because I do think Dos Pueblos this year, if it's not this year, then for sure next year, Dos Pueblos is going to be very, very good. They're going to be one through three probably um, next year. So uh, look look out for Dos Pueblos. They're they're a very solid team. Yes, you're talking about uh, with San Marcos Hayes uh, Hostrild. Uh, yep. Hostrild. I mean, she's, uh, she's been playing with the national team. She's outstanding and uh, a lot of speed, um, very dangerous uh, attacker and yeah, uh, those Pueblos have some of the youngest talent um, around. Um, they're not too; um, they're pretty similar to uh, maybe the Orange Lutherans in terms of a lot of a lot of youth. Um, 
looking at their roster for the tournament, um, they have, uh, I think, only one senior on the team, so they'll be one of the younger teams. But they have, there's two not neutral uh, girls on the roster. There's there's uh, Ryan uh, Neutral's on the list. Um, they also have uh, Thea uh, Neutral. Um, there's Abby Hill as a freshman uh, listed. Um, and, you know, they have, you know, there's a lot of other, you know, sophomores and juniors on that roster. So, you know, out of that Santa Park Water Polo Club, they're going to be awful dangerous. You know, Foothill is uh, trying to reload after um, last year's Division One runner-up finish. They had a lot of uh, outstanding seniors, but they still have Kenzie Snyder in goal. Um, a lot of experience, one of the better goalies around. Um, I think one girl is going to have a big year is uh, Brooks, uh, Brooke Maxson, a uh, very good, uh, um, you know, attacker, very fast player. You know, they have a lot of other, uh, they have a lot of experience. You know, they have that SoCal um, club. Um, they have a, a young uh, uh, center. Of course, they have Valerie Ayala, um, Grace PD House. Um, you know, I, you know, I think uh, uh, it, it's, it's the, the young center is uh, Noel uh, Windbelt. If I'm pronounced, I'm probably mentioned uh, getting her name uh, mispronounced, but um, she's going to be cap number two apparently this weekend. So, uh, you know, Foothill's going to be, you know, going to be definitely uh, very tough as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, they're always a contender. They're like a perennial top three program, top three team. And, you know, even with sort of some coaching changes and things, I mean, um, they've they've managed to do very, very well. And so, I mean, it's a great weekend of water polo, and, and we're definitely looking forward to not just, you know, being in the tournament and, and playing some games, but also getting to watch some some other talent, and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of coaches out on the pool decks, a lot of college coaches um, watching and scouting and, and looking for some that up-and-coming talent because this is where it is. I mean, this is this is the best place to see it is them playing on their high school teams and seeing how they make their teammates better, you know, and I think that's a key component to some of these uh, quote-unquote star players is, you know, can they make their teammates better? How how far can they take their team? So I think that's that's really really important as well. Yeah, you know, and, and some of that up and coming talent, you know, at Orange Lutheran, it's going to be fun to see. Um, of course, you return uh, Kelsey Tyler. Now you have uh, her transfer, her sister transferred in, uh, Elise T- uh, Tyler. So that you know she's joining the a group with you know you have Molly and uh, Mina Simmons back. You have a guys a lot of returning talent. Um, Emma Skelly, a uh, you know, first team all county player last year. She's, you know, uh, she goes from that to uh, committee to UCLA. Yep. Um, so she's a, a player to watch, and you know, I think it'll be interesting to watch uh, like Newport Harbor and CDM. Uh, Cronel Martin's new coach, Kevin Ricks, the uh, ex uh, uh, ex Santa Margarita coach, and they have some pretty good players still around. Even though Maddie Musselman's, you know, playing with the national team and playing quite well, we have to give out. I get to give a shout out to Maddie and Mackenzie for leading the. Uh, the U.S. women's uh, water polo team to the gold at the Pan American Games, and Maddie had a both those girls had a very good tournament. Um, I was especially impressed with the, the numbers I saw from Maddie. But it'll be interesting to see how Corona Del Mar plays with their new coach, and then you know at Newport Harbor, really, a, a, I looked at their roster for this weekend. All pretty much all so many new names. Now Brian Melstrom, he's he's the man in charge uh, solo, but you know they're they're really uh, going. Uh, Going with a lot of young talent, new, new names there at Newport Harbor. Um, you know, no, no Carly Capana in, in cage. 
yeah. so everybody gets to know the new new uh, Newport Harbor team, and they've been doing well at the lower levels the last couple of years. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see. You got any uh, dark horses, Coach, on the uh, on the girls' side? Well, I mean, you know, you touch on Newport, and you know, we've played them at that Villa Park tournament, and you know, talking to Brian Melstrom, I, I love Brian. I love what he does. I love how he coaches his team. I mean, they will be in the mix for sure. So, you know, people are going to say that Newport's a little bit down. You know, I, I definitely think that they might be down to begin with, but they're very physical. They're not scared. You know, we, we played them, and they were very physical. They, they're very aggressive. They know what they're doing. You could just tell that there wasn't a lot of cohesiveness at that time, but we're talking early June. So now things are probably a lot different. Um, the other team that I'm really interested, two of them actually, that I'm interested in seeing is Losau um, and Santa Margarita, and then actually also San Clemente, you know, because um, with San Clemente, it, it, Amber has been out every once in a while. She played a little bit, then she didn't play a little bit, you know, kind of some injury issues. Uh, so Amber makes a huge difference on that team. If she's playing, then they they're really competitive if she's not playing you know they're 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 missing something um but with uh santa margarita they got a lot of um they were doing very very well early last year and then when league play started things started dropping off a little bit you know now it's one year later we'll see how um sort of that young talent that was there that came in last year We'll see how they've progressed and, and how they sort of carry their team this year. So um, we played Losal last on Monday, and um, you know Losal is Losal. They're they're still very good. They're very physical, and um, they should be they should be pretty good team to watch. So yeah, I mean uh, the girls' side is very exciting as well. I mean I know boys' season is coming up, but. You know, it's it's nice to see the girls playing in July in a tournament like this, um, and kind of setting the tone for even the fall preseason program. You know, sure. and a lot of these seniors. I mean, you know, you mentioned the college coaches. A lot of these seniors on the girls' side, they'll be committing or signing. Um, you know, in the fall. You know, in, in the fall season. So they're really ramping up their uh, college recruiting. You know, and one dark, dark horse for me, I think. You know, I'll be interested to see how El Toro does. I mean, they have a lot of players back from. Uh, their team uh, last season. I mean, pre, uh, you know, pretty much in their entire team. Yep. Um, a lot of those girls really got a, got some extra water polo in. Um, you know, with uh, Coach Justin Johnson and uh, his assistant Chelsea Sucks. Uh, they did a great job. Justin was our girls' coach of the year. He wore our boys' coach of the year. So I think you got to watch out um, for uh, for you know see how that El Toro team does. And uh, the girls' final is going to be at Corona Del Mar. That's going to be the site for the girls' final on Sunday. And that will be at three o'clock. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who's over there. I'd be surprised if Laguna's Beach is, is not in there somehow, even if they don't have Aria Fisher. So, um, but uh, and there's uh, you know plenty of uh, new players to watch and and, and see uh, some of this emerging talent. So it's going to be a great water polo uh, water polo weekend, coach. I'm hoping to make uh, you know hoping to get out there a couple days, uh, get out to at least a match a day, um, and try to see a little. Uh, action out there yeah i mean there's you know there's a lot of people involved with this tournament and i know john is uh kulisic is you know really big on the results page and everything you know they have their villa park aquatics has a website and you can go to their website and, and get 
all of the links for the schedule and the rosters and um, the results and everything else. So you could see sort of how things are progressing day to day. But, um, you know, and I've said this in a lot of podcasts, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know, if you're, if you're a water polo fan out there and you really are, if you're the kind of person who sits around and says the sport needs to grow and all these other things, come out to a game, come out to the final, get a big crowd for the boys and the girls you know, that's the only way that the sport grows is if people are there. It can't just be mom and dad watching the games. We need fans of the sport watching high-level water polo and, and seeing what it's all about. And um, that that's really how we're going to make this sport go to the next level. I mean, we look at the Pan American Games, you know, there's no stream. I mean, the only person who's streaming is, God bless my brother, who's there with the phone, you know, and, and we're trying to tell them, hey, you know, try to stream this game so we can watch it. And, you know, I mean, we just want to get people out there and, and really uh, make this an important tournament. I think that's very – that's a good thing for the sport. I agree. Yeah, we have to definitely give a shout-out to Ed Carrera. I was one of the ones that got on there and checked it out, and I put a link uh, on our OC Varsity website so people could check it out um, in some of the, the Pan, Pan, our Pan American game uh, coverage. So – yeah, that was, he did a great job. Um, and he was even doing the commentary. He was talking about, um, you know, who was playing different positions. Um, he was uh, offering some analysis uh, on uh, referee calls or uh, player uh, decisions on, on fouling or, or, or uh, their entry passes and who's up on the counter. You know, Dejan, the coach, U.S. Uh, US coach, when he, he was right on that when he got the uh, – red card for the uh, delayed substitution. He was all over that. Uh, correct on that. So your brother, you might want to bring him into the fold, Coach. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I don't already have him doing some of your broadcast. Oh, no, definitely. And if I can if I can get out there, I mean, I'll tell you, the surefire way for um, the final to be streamed is that Orange Lutheran is in it. <laughs> so if Olu's in the final, it will be online for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to try to get out there and uh, stream a couple games, uh, maybe semifinal, final type stuff, and um, you know get it out there on the go live polo and just continue that sort of thing. You know we're with that we're not trying to make a million dollars. We're just trying to get the sport online so people can see it. So um, the more people that tune in, uh, the better. Well, the, the Orange Lutheran boys are the number five seed. We were asking about that earlier. The fifth seed. You guys are an intriguing team. No. We detail some of those returning players. You have lots of returning players, um, pretty much your entire returning st- uh, lineup from last year, plus newcomers to watch. So you guys, you know, you guys are number five on the boys' side. Yeah, I mean, if we get if we get past Bellerman, we scrimmaged Bellerman two days ago. They're good. If we get past you know our bracket and past Bellerman, you know, and Huntington does what they're expected to do. I mean, from an outsider's perspective, the Olu. Huntington Beach game is going to be a big one. That's going to be a very, very big game for um, for our section, and um, so you know that that's a good game to come out and watch. All right, coach. Well, that sounds good. So thanks for the preview, and thanks for joining us. Uh, I'll say thanks to the water polo fans that have listened to our podcast. And, um, please uh, tell some of your uh, your fellow uh, friends and, and uh, parents and. People who uh, follow the sport about our podcast, tell them to check it out. Give us a listen. We look at the numbers. And be sure to check us out. We're going to continue doing this during the fall. 
come back and visit us and uh, share with your friends and uh, and other people who follow the uh, sport of water polo. So, Coach, thanks for all your time. Good luck in the tournament, and uh, and thanks for uh, spending some time to uh, get us ready for the California State High School Championships. No problem. Thanks for having me, Dan, and I'll see you out on the pool deck. You got it, Coach. Thanks. Okay, thanks.